Why, thank you, Jumbo Jeff, for that wonderful musical introduction. Oh, man, oh, man, you are just like magic over there. Here we are in the northeastern part of upstate New York with the leaves just about at peak foliage. Oh, man, the colors are bursting, bursting. People from all over the world now come to this region, the northeastern part of the United States of America, to see leaves turn colors. In, in, a, in a morbid way, they come to view the beauty of death. Isn't that interesting? The, the, the beauty of death. Um, geez, that would, there might be a podcast in there. I, I think I'm getting a little more warped. But the really, uh, the end of the season, the end of the season leading into the, the cold winter before the, the beautiful spring. Anyway, people come up here. I'm getting a little, I'm getting, Jim, I know I'm getting crazy, Jungle Jim. I love the music. You're great. You are so talented over there with your football jersey on. Big football season. You got a little football on top of your synthesizer. As you crank it out, hi, this is Tim Marr, that's Jungle Jim, this is Failing Up, recording this podcast in the basement studio along the shores of the mighty Seneca River, flowing all the way up to the Great Lake of Ontario. Vacation season is all but wrapped up, I would say. There are still a lot of boats going up the Great Thousand Islands, the Great St. Lawrence Seaway past 1,000 islands. Freighters constantly going up and down. That, that river flows north right out to the Atlantic Ocean, just like my boys. That's right. You make a left, you're going to go to the beautiful city of Toronto, Canada. Oh, wonderful time to be in Toronto. Beautiful time. Somehow you'll find yourself over in Buffalo, New York, with the mighty Buffalo Bills. You can get on Lake Erie. You can get over to Cleveland with the Cleveland Browns. You, you can go right across the NFL then with those lakes. Michigan to Detroit. Detroit's having a great year. Get yourself over to um, Lake Superior and Huron and the Packers and all that kind of stuff. But wow, beautiful, beautiful bodies of water. What a wonderful country. What a beautiful country this is, I'll tell you. But what a country right now, Jungle Jim, Jungle Jim, Jungle Jim. You don't look nervous, but I am because we are in total disarray. Our democracy is in peril and nobody seems to give a crap. Everybody's viewing it. Our, our democracy has become some type of... um backyard game, a football game or something, where um, one group can't get along with the other and then just trying to win. But in any event, that didn't make any sense. But in any event, um, in front of my eyes, in front of our eyes, the Republican Party, since I was born, there's been two, the Democratic Party and the Republican Party. There's been like little um, parties that have popped up here and there in between. But the mighty Republican Party, a party that I, whose policies I never really agree with or have in the past, but whose some leaders, I did have some at least respect for them in the sense where they respected democracy and they respected the rules of order and they kind of stood up, even though I didn't believe in what they believed in, at least they stood up for what they believed in. And for the most, most regard, I believe there's some buttes in a dignified manner. Here we are in front of our eyes watching this 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 uh, Republican Party, the party of Lincoln in hospice care, the fact that they, they just cannibalized themselves and booted out their Speaker of the House, that they put a rule in enabling them to be able to do that if the Speaker did not like, if they did not like the way the Speaker was ruling, a very small faction. And it goes back to a podcast we talked about earlier, Jungle Jim, where a, a very, the minority is making the decisions. The minority is controlling this country. And it was a minority vote of eight 
the, through the speaker. We do not, as, as I record this podcast in the basement studio located along the mighty shore of Seneca River, feeding all the way up to the Great Lake of Ontario, we do not have a speaker of the House in the United States of America. There's no speaker. The Republican Party booted their speaker, and the speaker, pouting, kicked out the former speaker out of her office because he was upset. So he said, get out of your office by midnight while she's in California mourning the great senator. Um, it's uh, uh, Diane Feinstein. She's at her, Nancy Pelosi's at Feinstein's funeral mourning her dear friend, and she's getting booted out of her office by McCarthy, who's just a twat, who's just a total dick anyways. Should be Richard, you know, Dick McCarthy, but it's not. Anyway. So in front of our eyes, in, just sitting there watching. I wish I had popcorn. And now the scary thing is we're watching democracy because of this, this group that's following really one guy on an emotional basis as a cult. They're not thinking. They're just all emotional. This is how dictators work. This is how dictators work. This is how dictatorial governments are formed. This is what Hitler did. This, you know, and people, people, well, you can't compare it to Hitler. You can never compare anything to Hitler. Well, you know what? This is what he did. Whether you like it or not, this is what Adolf Hitler did. He played on the emotions of a pissed-off nation that was upset about World War I, was going through depression, and he manipulated them, and this is what he did. Which can never compare him to Hitler. Oh, yes, you can, because this is what he did. This is called history repeating itself. We have a fascist, sexist, racist man who wants to get back into the White House and his minions are supporting him. And as a result, even though McCarthy's support, the guy who kissed the ring got screwed over in the end. He's not going to come and save you, boy. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah. Don't think he's going to come and save you. And he didn't. And why would he? And so, um, but in front of our eyes, the Republican Party is, there's no speaker. And the individual, um, one of the individuals who really wants it, Jim Jordan, is just a psychopath. Jim Jordan, Jim Jordan couldn't even collaborate. He couldn't reach a, reach a compromise in in, 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 a, in a restaurant menu. It's going to be what he's going to have. And now here he wants to. He says he can bring people together. A man who signed off on January 6th, a man who was talking with the President of the United States who was inciting an insurrection, is now going to lead, wants to lead the House of the People. I have to have a coffee. Mm. Oh, boy, I had some cider earlier, Jungle Jim, but now I'm having a little bit of coffee because its eyes are getting droopy. But anyway, so we now we're watching them just a feeding frenzy of piranhas. And again, the minority is controlling what can happen because for, for anyone, and the next speaker has to win over that minority. The next speaker has to win over moderate Republicans who don't want to. And at the same time, the world's going crazy. And at the same time, the country's going crazy. Crazy. But in front of our eyes over the past, I think, I think it's by the time, from the time Donald Trump got into the office until the time he got out of the office, through the insurrection, through people promoting lies through people selling their souls for rock and rolls because they know that if they don't, they're going to lose their seat. Through all of that, this is what happens. This is what happens. And there's a voting public that just goes along. They go along with it based on emotion. Well, here's what the most, for the first time, for the, the first time, this was the first time a speaker was, I believe, voted out since 1910. But for the first time in 
I can remember since World War II. I think since the first time since World War II, the democ our democracy is in serious peril. Since the first time in World War II. And like anything, it's not coming from the outside. It's easy to see it when it comes from the outside. You know, if you're driving your car, you see a crazy driver, you know you can maneuver out of the way. If you're riding your bike or running and you see the dog coming out of the yard, you know you can, you know, how to get away. You see it coming. The point is, it's the old saying, I could see it coming. But when you can't see it coming, when it's some type of disease inside of you that eats you from the inside out, you can't see it coming. And that's what this is. This is a disease from the inside of democracy eating us from the inside out. <clears throat> and people say, well, somebody's going to have to say it. What's it going to take? What's it going to take for people... I mean, let's just, let me just pull out the whiteboard. Jim, can you grab the whiteboard? Put it up, what, yeah, over there. All right, that's good. Thank you. Oh, my gosh. A big, a big yawn juggle. Not that I'm bored with you. It's just that I needed to do that yawn because that coffee triggered me. But anyway, on the whiteboard, let's take a look at the, who, what the, let's take a look. Let's go to the wake of the Republican Party. So we have our whiteboard over there next to Jungle Jim and his football jersey and a big glass of cider. And a football, I might add. Nice little football over there. And, um, no, don't throw it. And, um, please, no. Don't, don't throwing in the house. And so um, we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna paint an image of the Republican Party right now. Okay? 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 All right. So, first of all, the, the, the leading, the leader for the nomination to run for president from the Republican Party candidate, is the previous president who lost the president, who lost the presidency in the uh, 2020 election, Donald J. Trump, who also promoted, who also supported many candidates in the midterm elections who lost uh, and did not put Congress in a position where they could really pass legislation for their favor. And the Senate, I might add, as well. Oh, and two. Oh, and two. Okay. This is the guy you want to bring back. Now, okay, now let's go back and take a look at your nominee. Your nominee right now has uh, 91, four indictments, 91 charges against him. I think that's how it goes. So he's uh, being uh, charged. He's going to go to trial for instilling, instilling, inciting an insurrection. That's right. So, uh, Insurrection, and so we'll um, felony charges. So this guy has um, the insurrection, felony charges in court, civil suits for fraud. So we were, we're bringing somebody. You want to bring some, your your nominee, your nominee for president, your nominee for president. Let's take a look at this. Is up for trial. Is up for trial for inciting a riot. Now, he's also being charged, and he has another trial, for uh, hoarding classified documents, and now it appears he's been sharing them, nuclear submarine secrets, with um, visitors to Mar-a-Lago. He uh, is also in a civil trial for fraud, as I mentioned, so everything he's done is, is, is a lie as far as his business goes. And then he, um, of course, um, <clears throat> Is in New York City, and he has the uh, uh, his was another civil trial in New York City, I believe, because he got in trouble with the other civil trial about sexual harassment. So he was found guilty of a civil trial on 
on that. And then he has a civil trial with the fraud with Letitia James. And then here's a guy who's a blatant, you know, blatantly lies, 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 lies. And in addition to all of this, the Republican Party wants to put forth an individual who called for the execution of the former commander-in-chief, General Milley. Can you believe it? He, he called for the... This, this is like if you were to make a straw man and fill it in and say, what's a dictator? This is your dictator. Liar, fraud, sexual harassment, inciting an insurrection, calling for the execution of, of military leaders. Now, on top of this, the party has the majority in Congress, and they vote out the Speaker of the House, and now they're in chaos. It used to be the Democrats. So in front of our eyes, the famous two-party system is soon going to be, I don't even know, it's going to be like the one party in a fragmented system. But no one knows how this is going to play out, but definitely democracy is in peril. Make no mistake about it. And the only thing really that anyone can do is try to create an awareness about how dangerous and how fragile and precarious, precarious, precarious jungle gym of a situation we're in right now. And not just sit there, oh, I can't believe that's happening. Magma is dangerous, and they've proved it time and time again. And their leader is, 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 a, is an out-of-control dictator, a liar. A criminal is soon to be convicted criminal. Scary times. Wake the fuck up. Wake up, America. And he's leading, he's going to be the Republican nominee. Indicted. In trials. Numerous charges. 91. I can't believe it. That's all going to happen. Not to mention the, I even forgot about the one in the Southern District, whatever that one is, the first indictment that came out. I can't remember what that was for. You know, harassing uh, court clerks. Now his business is a lie. He's a lie. And people follow it because he appeals somehow to some sick emotion in this country, which is a whole nother issue. The sickness in America. You know, political correctness hit a lot of stuff. Hid hid a lot of things. People hid behind political correctness. Well, now that scab has been pulled way back, and you can see the, the pus of racism uh, oozing out of that wound. Oh, man. Whoa, there goes my turkey sandwich. So what are we going to do, Jungle Jim? What are we going to do? What's this country going to do is wake up. Wake up. Let your voice be heard. Don't let this happen. And in the meantime, in front of us, the party that in many ways held so much accountable, this conservative party, is crumbling and dying in front of us. It's like watching a, a person who you maybe not really cared for in your life, but they're passing and you feel kind of sad. But make no mistake, the party is fragmented. The party's in hospice care. It's in hospice care. It's on the way out. And the scary thing is, what happens next? I'm Tim Marr. That's Jungle Jim. I hear you, Jungle Jim. Bye-bye.